Growing Up, our brand new resource for churches and parents is out now. Woohoo! With Sunday school sessions, training videos, podcast episodes for parents and one for the whole family. All there to help our children navigate the confusion, filter the messages they're surrounded by and hear God's good story. All our Growing Up resources point to the Heavenly Father who loves our children even more than we do and has the answer to their biggest questions about who they are and how to live. Together, as families and churches, we can support each other to start good conversations about bodies, gender and marriage so our children can grow up hearing God's good story. Head over to the website faithinkids.org and find out all the details about growing up. Hello, I'm Ed. I'm the director of Faith in Kids. This is the Faith in Parents podcast. It certainly is. My name is James Carey. It's now mid-August. It is. And we thought it would be good, uh, you can decide if it is good, uh, that thoughts might be starting to turn to going back to school. So uh, we just thought we'd talk about that a bit. Yeah. Things we can say to our children, because my suspicion is in most families, they're there's a child who says, I don't want to go back to school. Yeah. Uh, not just because holidays are great, but I quite I prefer my family to the friends I have or the teachers I have or whatever else is. You just get the summer holidays long enough to get used to not being at school, isn't it? And so uh, oh, there is a bit of boredom after a fortnight where it's like, what do I do now? And then you sort of discover a new rhythm. And by halfway through August, you're like, oh, I can get used to this. <laughs> this, is, this is life. Yeah. And lots of people don't like school or find find it annoying. I was really struck by um, it. Seems inc- some people find it genuinely traumatic and painful. There was a stand up comedian called Kevin Bridges, hmm. who Scottish, Scottish, very very famous and funny by the age of about twenty or twenty one. Yeah, really famous. He says that school on a Sunday night, the prospect of school the next day, would make him feel sick. And he used to skip it. He used to miss school because he found it. And you just think you're, you're a professionally incredibly funny person that you could deal with any situation. And he found school sickening at the prospect. Yeah. So it's all kind of normal. It's all, it's, and some are looking forward to going back and yeah. that's normal too. And I think uh, it's, it is also helpful as I'm about to give mm. what could feel like three trite ideas. Yeah. Um, I, I probably, th- there should be a health warning that says, we're not about to fix this in quarter of an hour. No. I do know families whose children refuse to go to school. Mm-hmm. They hate it that much. Yeah. And there are many reasons. So I do want to yeah. say Jesus has you. Yeah. yeah. And you you probably have worked. If you have been through that sort of depth mm. of emotion, I would imagine you have some good answers yourselves. Yeah, and, and I, let us know. And I am email us. Yeah, podcast at faithinkids.org. We yes, and also there are um, lots of people. Not actually, not lots of people. Not many people, but some people. Mm. They homeschool, 
and that's fine too. These are not necessarily your problems to be dealing with, but this is what some of your friends uh, will be going through, and this is this is what you're you're missing. And there there is an equivalent, I think. There is a there there is a homeschool version of 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 the feeling of mm. back to study. Yeah. And there is a homeschool version of some of the things you say to each other. Yeah. That'll become clear. And also, there are Christian schools. Now, I went to a very Christian school. I became a Christian through a Christian school. Yes. But even you could sort of just say, well, that's all perfect. Actually, no, in many ways, it didn't feel terribly Christian because people aren't very Christian. And it feels quite secular quite quickly. So there is no perfect school, um, no perfect situation. So these are some general things to be thinking about. Yeah. As we march towards D-Day, S-Day, As the French call it, la rentrée. Is that what they call it? The re-entering. Oh, my goodness. You know it because their supermarkets, their aisles are full of new highlighter pens. Well, we have that. We have back-to-school signs up. I used to find them really... Yeah, those signs used to make me sad, even though I quite liked school. Yeah. Um, the bit I hated about school right. was the first day or two back where everybody's sort of, it's just a bit weird. And you've all got new shoes on. Yeah, and everyone's kind of got stories and doesn't know what how much detail to go into about what they did on their summer holidays. Or You're whatever. absolutely right. I I'm just wanted it to be normal. Yeah. I just wanted it to be normal routine at school yeah. or normal routine at home. And that, that transition, it was all weird. Jam, you've got a good memory. I remember that now you've mentioned it. Yeah. We're and also old. those last days at school. At the end of term, yes, I didn't used to like those either. Because you'd have to say to people, it'd be good to see each other, and you knew you wouldn't. And... But that, but also, you know, you could bring a game in and you could watch a movie, and it was just like, look, just teach me stuff or let me go home. This is like, I, I, don't, I don't need school for this. So that used, to, that used to annoy me. But anyway, you have wisdom on school. Oh, damn. I think we did know each other uh, not soon after that. Yeah. We did. We did. I'm Happy glad days. I did know you. Yeah. Firstly... Our children go to school certain that Christ goes with them. And I, that, that can be just a trite statement we say, you know, mm-hmm. God is with you. Uh, and I do think this could be an opportunity for us to understand a little of what that means. So rather than just um, how are you, God goes with you, every blessing, I'll be praying for you. This could be you are sad school is a hard place to go let's talk about the difference it makes that christ goes with you uh if you paraphrase john fourteen seventeen, which is always a dangerous thing to do the world cannot accept him that is the spirit because it does not see him or know him but your child knows him he lives with your child and he will be with your child uh, so that that is the truth. So, for instance, when a child says, I don't want to leave you, mum, and they hang on to your ankle, it is true to say there is someone who is going to walk in the gate with you. There is someone who is going to sit with you. There is someone who's going to walk through the dining hall when you wish you weren't there. And that is Jesus Christ by his spirit someone who's there in every detail of it. And now, uh, as I say that to myself, I do find myself thinking, how, how does that work? And mm. is that real? And yeah. uh, that, that needs explaining to most of us. I don't think it's instinctive for parents to say, let's go through this. And again, this is the kind of thing you could be talking about um, beforehand. 
because if you leave it to the day, it's probably a bit late. Yeah. But actually, you can talk about it. It may be that that you or your um, spouse have a secular job and it's hard to be a Christian in that job. And so you can actually have that conversation that this is an issue for mummy or daddy as well, um, is that they have to go off to a place. You know, I write scripts to the BBC and I have to... I talk to my kids about the fact that it's quite hard to be a Christian at the BBC because everyone's terribly nice, but they all think you're a bit of an idiot. Um, And they're not going to, they're not going to say that. And you feel like you might be a little bit excluded or whatever. And that's what, that's what dad has to go through. And you, you are tempted to rely on your reserves of being an adult. Yeah. You know, come on, I can do this. I've done it before. Yeah. But there is a Christian answer to that, which is instead of just saying, it'll probably be okay. I can say, Christ goes with me. Yeah. And I need to repent of my self-reliance almost in front of them to mm. say, my instinct is always just to be cleverer, smarter, better prepared than everybody else. But actually, my first instinct should be knowing that Christ goes with me into that place. Mm. So again, living our lives in front of each other, around each other, and not trying to, sh- you know, letting our kids see that we're trying to figure this out as well, so that them not having all the answers is not an issue because we don't have them all either, but we're living life together. That's it. First one, Jesus Christ go with, goes with us as we go into school. Second one, we go to school to learn about God's world and to, to learn to think. Uh, now, Jam, I hope you don't mind me saying this. I think you and I are quite geeky. So I think you and I do get quite excited by you will you will absolutely never guess how history works and right. do you know what's at the bottom of Italy? Yes, I mean Sicily, but other things like that. Yeah. But uh, now and school doesn't often feel like the thrill of learning in its purest sense. Yeah, it's normally you know Rob behind you who kicks your backside and flicks, flicks your ears, pl- flicks your ears and puts puts ink yeah. on your shirt. And every time you go on a field trip. You just see kids being given clipboards yes. to prevent them from having fun <laughs> and and learning and immersing themselves in this new world. It's just devastating to go around a museum or something. Yeah. And you see, oh, I see the stop the kids enjoying themselves. Yes. So I, I love a museum. Yeah. And I think I have it in me to attempt to get my kids quite excited about a museum. Mm. I think if they were here, they'd probably say... This. Oh, over the summer, yeah. I went to the Ironbridge Museums. <laughs> My goodness me. Gen- genuinely, industrial revolution. Yeah. I could get so excited. Yeah, oh my goodness. Yeah. Look, Jan, honestly, do tell us something about that. Well, only that um, just the entire cradle of the industrial revolution is in the Ironbridge area it where is. they were just digging stuff out of the ground and making it and shipping it down the river to Bristol and oh, lots of stuff going on. I love a good bit of iron. Yes, that's right. They, they invented iron. I mean, sort of. N- not quite, but okay. sure. Smelting. Now, Ironbridge and the heavens tell the glory of God and the skies announced what his hands have made. Psalm 19 tells us without the Ironbridge part. Uh, And so for our children to go to school, it is to discover more of our glorious creator, how he has worked in history through his image bearers, how he has made the world through geography, how stuff happens ordered like he is ordered in science uh, and there is another thing which is I, I mentioned he learned he teaches us to think uh, you can pick your subjects from your childhood which you regarded at the time as a waste of time what was yours jam i didn't like learning german 
But actually, weirdly, after I'd stopped learning it and gave it up, it's sort of the language that instinctively came to me. So then this is this is the living embodiment of the point I'm making, Jam. I'm very pleased. You know, you you were taught something uh, about how to think and how Mm. to relate to people in a subject that presumably at the time, you know, you knew the way how to ask the way to the station. Exactly. And I remember my study mate coming back once and telling me the word for diarrhea was durchfall. Durchfall. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Fall through. Yeah, yeah. Love it. And I love the way they just build words. Yeah. So your so your leisure pursuits are called Freizeitmöglichkeiten. <laughs> Frei, free, Zeit, time, möglich, possibilities, kiten, things. Your free time possibility things. You know, and I was sort of, I found that pleasing, age 14, but I found it, I find it genuinely thrilling now. Yes, and look, you... Not as thrilling as you. You're practically wiping no, away the like tears. It, look, it's so. Look, if you are German and you are listening to this, yeah, I, this is going to sound tremendously patronising. But Jam, you were taught how to relate to people who are different to you, yeah. by being in German. Yeah, absolutely. And at the time in German, you would wished you hadn't been there. Yeah, so, oh yeah, yeah. Double German on Saturday mornings. There was ju- with Mr. Marsden was okay. just the worst. Okay. So there is something of even in those lessons that make the least sense that are the greatest struggle, mm. we are being taught how to learn, yeah. how to relate to others, how to be patient. Mm. Uh, and that's uh, and look, that's the bit the difficulty of being a child is these adults keep telling you why you do things and yeah. it's good for you. It's like eating fiber. Yeah. But it it clearly helps us if we have a vision for this to pass on to our children. Yeah. Absolutely. As well as telling them these stories, Absolutely. Jen. Absolutely. Uh, Thrilling stories. They must lighten the mood. I'm sure they do. When through tears you yeah. tell us about constructed German words. Absolutely. Yeah. Pres- really presumably you have a lot of, I mean, I'm, I don't want to list, but you do have more of those, do you, Jan? Uh, also, like, they have, sh- like, their swimming pool, Bad, is a pool. Yes. Like, Schwimmbad is a swimming pool, but Hallenbad is like a pool in a hall. Okay. And Freibad is an outdoor pool. Okay. I just love the way they build words. Very specific. It's like Lego. It's like language and Lego all rolled into one. What could be better? Engineering is a world of that. It is. You know, so for complicated bearings. Yeah. It's, it's like the words take days to say. Yeah. Jam, this is lovely. Oh, exciting. And then finally. A love of learning. Be stop now. Okay. We go to school to practice living for Jesus. Uh, it was the last thing Jesus told his disciples and the last thing always matters, doesn't it? Go and make followers of all people teaching them to obey everything I have told you. So all of us of every age, however old we are, whenever we are alive, we look to live for Jesus. We we look to show others how to obey Jesus. We look to live a life that commends the gospel. Now, children are going to school to practice that and to learn to do that. And just as with adults, that is not they are Jesus. They are not the incarnate saviour. But they are learning how to disciple others, how to love people that they don't naturally even like. Mm. How to... It would be wonderful as parents if we were to some degree training our children how to be evangelists. When is it possible to talk about Jesus? Because... It's very difficult to work out when we mention Jesus, when we talk about Jesus. It takes bravery, it takes wisdom, and it takes practice. Mm. I think there are two things here. It sounds like there's one which is teaching our children to be disciples, and therefore they need to know 
when to say something and when not to say something and when to that in a way getting used to living in a world that doesn't believe in Jesus mm. and I remember we had a conversation a while back where you were saying that there's a point where children at one age think assume everyone's a Christian if they're a Christian home yeah. and there's a point where they think oh it's not like that in the rest of the world mm. um, and so I think school is sort of dealing with that world that is not Christian and therefore picking your battles and working out, you know, and how to live in that world. And and, and slowly, mm. from the moment you enter into nursery reception, yeah. in a, a taste of independence. Yeah. You, you we, we hope as parents there is an end goal, which is I play a part in equipping them for mm. independent, mature life yeah. on their own with the support of others under Jesus Christ's lordship. Yeah. And and that starts when we release them into a school or any activity where we're not there, a yeah. swimming lesson. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then the second thing is just what you don't want to do is put, put onto them the idea that, that they're followers of Jesus and therefore they need to make disciples of their whole class mm. And that they need to make a stand, and and that's just, we don't want to be putting pressure on them. But what we can do is, is just encourage them to uh, to have a friend that they could invite to church yeah. when you have a holiday club or when you do something like that. Yeah. And that you know, and just to really pair it back and just sort of be a friend to someone. Thank you. Be Jeff. a friend to someone who is actually hard to like, or someone who you know they like but isn't very popular but or there's someone who's just a friend it's hard to be friends anyway yeah i mean so jam in practical terms wouldn't it be great as we listening to this preparing for school with our children said right let's name one friend and let's commit to praying for that friend and their family this year hmm. let's name one person we find difficult to love and let's pray for a heart that grows in love for them, irrespective of how they treat us. Yeah. Knowing they might not ever like us, but will we show them the love that Christ showed to his enemies? Uh, you know, what a fantastic thing to commit once a week to pray for each of those two people as a family. Yeah. And maybe for mum and dad, mum, to get to know the parents yeah. of either both or one of those people as yeah. well. Yeah. That's great. That'd be a really nice, specific, manageable thing yeah. to pray, given that it's quite possible that your child might be the only Christian in their class. And that's that's not on them and that's not on you. Mm. Um, it's on Jesus and Jesus has got this. Yeah. Je and Jesus is with them. Yes. Now, those are the three principles. They are three of many principles I'm sure we could come up with, uh, which which are we go to school knowing Jesus Christ goes with us. We go to school to learn about God's world, to learn to think, and we go to school to practice living for Jesus. As we said at the beginning, there is a heap more wisdom and insight. And I, I do want to encourage parents, as I think I always try to, which is you know your children better than anyone else, than any teacher, any doctor, Jam or I, anyone else. So... Uh, it, it might well be that none of these three are the issue to discuss with your child. But to, if your child is nervous about going back to school, hates school, I suspect as a parent you know the reason why. Hmm. The challenge is, is that is there a word of truth that you can offer your child in sadness? Uh, and, and knowing that the first step is just simply to listen, to love them and to care for them.
But is there in a moment of quiet, over a milkshake, when they're not in tears, is there a word of truth, a promise Jesus gives them, a truth you can hold on to, that it's like a life belt when it's saddest, to say, this is what we can say to ourselves, and to ask them, what would that change? How would that change the way you feel? How would that change the moment you're dreading? And to talk that through, and for them to be able to, and to allow them to say, it wouldn't help. That's mm-hmm. not it. And then we'd just try again. Yeah. I think our instinct is always as parents is we just want to minimise pain for our children and we want to fix it. Yeah. And I think we've spoken about this on, did we talk about it with Sandy? I can't remember. <laughs> but we have spoken about it. And I think part of the discipline um, is part of just being a parent is understanding that you can't actually fix everything. You can pray, you can pray with them. Um, and you need to get, and you need to help them believe that Jesus goes with them. And then you sort of need to get on with it. Um, and get on with it means yeah. trust in Christ. Exactly. Yeah. Rather than I'm going to fix it. I'm going to fix it. Yes. I'm going to go in. I'm going to talk to their teacher. I'm going to sort that out. I'm going to be there. I'm going to move their school. Yeah. I'm going to give them a new friend. I'm going to never leave their side and go to school with them. I'm going to get angry with the teacher. There are many th- good, wise things we could do. Mm. But just well, to, and maybe changing school is the right thing to exactly. do. Exactly. Or homeschooling or it, whatever it is. It maybe be, these things are the right thing yeah. to do. Lots of people, when um, homeschoolers, three main reasons people homeschool, Christian or non-Christian, is one is for faith reasons, two is for um, uh, they, they sort of don't want their children to be touched by the state in any kind of like unschooling. You get a bit of that in my area, around the Glastonbury sort of area. Yeah. But also, actually, a lot of kids who are homeschooled in their teens school just doesn't work for them yeah. and they get bullied and they get and actually that's the point where they just right i'm just going to take take my child out of school and that's that's fine too so you you know yeah. what's right for your child absolutely and, uh, and just just for your own heart to say am i clear that their savior is christ yeah rather than easier school happier school better education me me exactly um, they have a good Messiah who loves them. Yeah. And the opposite of that is the smothering parents for which I recommend you watch the Goldbergs on E4 where Mama tries to fix absolutely everything for all of her children. It is, it's a lovely show and I do, really do recommend it. Very good. Um, that would be my, my hot tip. Lots of episodes on E4 all banked up for you to watch, mm. which in a way is what I love about that show is also it shows... A, a parent who absolutely adores their children. It's actually rather sweet. Yeah. And she kind of has to learn the lesson every week that she she probably shouldn't try to love them so much. Yeah. Um, she shouldn't try to be their saviour every time. Um, and the dad is kind of a bit more negligent and calls them morons and is a bit more <laughs> typical dad. Um, but it's a nice show. I, I do recommend if you're going to watch one show uh, on free-to-air television, The Goldbergs would be my oh. sitcom tip. Coming from you, Jam, is a significant recommendation. Thank you very much. Before now, Jam has said, Ed, if you buy the box set and you don't like it, I'll buy it from you. Yeah. It's like Jam's comedy promise. Yes, exactly. Yeah. There are shows where I just say, you can buy the box set and I will, I will buy it off you if you don't like it. Thank you very much. Uh, why don't I finish by praying Great idea. for families? Father, we thank you for the holiday we have had. We thank you for the memories we have built up. We thank you, Father, for the blessings we have seen from you. We do pray, Father, for those, whether they're in our family or not, 
who feel the sadness, the hurt, the fear of going back to school, back to routine, uh, and whatever aspect of it it is, we pray for them, Father, that they would know your care that is real. They would know that the Spirit goes with them into school. They have the King with them. It's not an empty thought. It is the truth of the situation. They are never alone. We pray, Father, that perhaps through these difficulties our children would learn that they are dependent on you. They need you. We do pray, Father, that they would love to learn of how the world speaks of you. And they would also learn, Father, how to live for Christ. Father, these these are difficult things, so as parents we need our hearts to be changed as well. Father, be gracious, we pray, and would we also have a word for one another when we discover that our friends' children are finding this so hard. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening. Uh, on the Faith in Kids website, uh, there are three kid slots based on these three ideas. So it might be as your churches head back to school, these might be just four minute slots you could do in your church for your whole congregation to think through these things and to say there's something better to say as a church than come on, it's what we do. The law says we have to. Brilliant. Go and have a look at the website and also maybe leave us a review on iTunes if that's how you listen to podcasts. Or you could uh, recommend us to a friend as well. Why not do that and spread the word about this show? That would be most encouraging. Send us an email podcast at facingkids.org. Thanks very much for listening. Speak to you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. It's really annoying on radio when you know they've talked about a fun thing during okay. a song. Right. And they tell you afterwards. They're yeah. still laughing. Yeah, I know what you mean.